millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Redmen Radio. Yeah, it's not Paul and Chris. They're in Germany. They are going over to the Munich game. Gonna have a great time over there, and hopefully we win over there. Um, obviously They're already tomorrow. on the beer, Tom. They were on every time they I go know. to these ways. They always get on the beard and send us a message of them on the I beer. I just checked the Instagram stories before before I filmed you two, and it was just a pint from like four o'clock in the morning. I was like. I'm kind of happy I'm not on the pints from four o'clock in the morning, just I mean, purely because I mean I'd they're be not here. Right there's now. nothing to stop us. It's true, drinking apart from admitting to it. And and I've drove here, so yeah, that's a thing. You can have four, can't you? Yeah, it's true. I mean, look, you're just gonna have to make do with us. Hopefully, we satisfy the the podcast hunger. I don't know what I'm talking about. We they might, the they might enjoy it, Tom. We might surprise them. You never know. It was someone like Ben the other day, which is... Yeah. I mean, play. I doubt it. No, no, there was like three comments. <laughs> was there? No, nah, oh. he, he's actually quite... quite he knows quite what he's good. talking about, Ben, actually. Too. And he's got a good radio voice, someone he has, said. Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. So if no one says that on this podcast, I'll take that as a hint that we have terrible voices. I know Do Ross you, who, does, has, has got a good radio voice. Go I would on. have... John Machin. John Machin's got a great radio yeah. voice, yeah. I, I would love a bedtime It's story, a sultry tone. It is. It is. Um, yeah, we've got a few things to talk about, but we're going to kick it off with the kickoff question, aptly named. Uh, Don Heisenberg says, Anfield is suddenly unavailable for the rest of the season, so which Premier League stadium would you pick to play our home games? This was tough. I, I picked several. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, 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 I've gone for I've just ignored it. Well, initially, I ignored the Premier League thing. And I was like, oh, biggest stadium in the world. Let's get all the Liverpool fans in there. And I found someone, in, I think it was in Korea, north or south. Whatever. That's so not then, the question, yeah, so, I know. So then I realised that, that wasn't the question. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. So I've got three choices. Okay. Not in any particular order. Wembley was one of them. Okay, yeah. Because I thought, well, that's a Premier League stadium. So I'm, I've got that right. Um, Anfield South. As well. Okay, so, yeah, that's yeah, a nice show. It's nice and big, but then I thought it's fucking down south, so yeah. can't be asked for that. Second one was St James's Park. I picked that one as well, um, just because I think it's a boss stadium. It's yeah. big as well. Um, it's just worth it for the nosebleed when you when you go up in the way end. Uh, and obviously we'd fill that, but again, it was a bit north, something a bit more local. Uh, bear with me on this one. I've gone with the Etihad. I've actually picked that. Oh, as well. yeah, yeah. Um, and then I put just so we can see it full for once. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Etienne had to fill it up. Oh, okay. uh, now it'd be great. Um, we've kind of gone like. All right, we've kind of discounted the fact that all Liverpool fans have to travel to this stadium. Uh, St James's Park wouldn't be too bad. It's a while away, but it's like it's not too bad. But it, you're not going to play it ever tonight. You're not going to play it Goodison because it's going to fall apart. You know what I mean? If, if we give any atmosphere like we normally do, it's literally going to shake yeah. and the bolts are going to fall out of the wood. Yeah. So no chance. The woodworm won't take it, Tom. 
It's a shame Stoke aren't in the Premier League anymore because every time we play there, we win. So uh, every time I've been there and we played there, we've won. Apart from Gerald's final. Yeah. Yeah, but forget about that. I wasn't there, Ross. Um, but every time you go, we win. That's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, okay, pretty much. But um, yeah, I, I don't mind that one. It's a horrible stadium, though. It's a really bad, oh, like just Toryville. Yeah, well, no, it, it's cold. It's very windy because it's open on the side, and all the the chairs are bleached. It's horrible. Um, but Bailey made a good point and said we have a really small pitch at Anfield, so we'd have to take that into into account. So it couldn't be Old Trafford because it's massive. Wembley's yeah. massive. That's the problem is to, to, to help our style of play, it'd have to be a small stadium. But even if it's a massive pitch, that would help us because we'd just have loads more space. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. I think we'd go down <laughs> any pitch. Yeah, exactly. So if it's the biggest, how, how are defenders going to defend Manny Sal and Firmino when they've got loads of space to run into? No, that's true. Ball, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we'll win any game, really, yeah. won't we? Um, Bailey was wrong. That's what we learned. Bailey was wrong. He was right, but, yeah, he, no, but yeah. it ultimately he's wrong. Um yeah, so news in brief. There isn't too much news in brief uh, unless we've forgotten some. But I've started it off with Chamberlain played for the under twenty threes the mm. other day. Ross, he only played forty minutes. Yeah. Did you watch any any of him playing? No, I didn't. Because um, it was on Friday night, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So I'd, I was with with child, uh, my own, obviously. Um, <laughs> the I, I, do you know what? I was quite torn because they, they played on Monday as well, didn't they? they played at Anfield. <laughs> sorry, so sorry. <laughs> Just to clear these things up. We were talking about R. Kelly before. Um, we were gone. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I got well. I felt sorry for Ben, and I got a little bit annoyed because the fact that they were going, "Oh, James going to make his return." And all the lo- local reporters were, were saying, "You know, he's he's going to play." The oh, United. Ben was going down. Yeah, wasn't so he? Ben was going down. Not not just for that, because obviously Ben does the development watch and stuff like that. Um, and then he was like, "Buy your tickets here." And then about an hour before the game started, and before you couldn't buy any more tickets, yeah. oh, he's going to play on Friday instead. I thought you sneaky bastard. Yeah. Why have you just done that? Um, and then from then on, it was like, "But he's definitely going to play on Friday. He's going to yeah. take part." And I was like, "Fine." Um, from the glimpses of videos we've seen on, on social things of, of him trading and like and what he does on his own Instagram stuff, I thought, oh yeah, he's he's gonna be ready here. But him being physically ready, I reckon he, they've made him ready mm-hmm. and then gone wait longer because yeah. we don't want to rush you back in. You yeah. know, you might be match ready, you might be whatever. We're not taking that chance, and I, I I think it's unfair to pile a load of pressure onto him. And this is another problem of we've all been watching videos of him banging in goals against Man City and gone. He's going to do that as soon as he comes back. He's not. No, he's not. As much as we all love love him to and want him to. I mean, well, there's a small chance he might do, but you can't expect that from him. No, well, I I watched the. I didn't watch the full game, but I watched every one of his touches um, just before we started this podcast just to see how he got on. Um, And he looked tidy. He obviously looked very reserved. He wasn't going into tackles as you'd. Like you want him to in a Premier League game, but obviously you don't want him getting hurt at all. He's just come back. You don't want any injuries at all. So he's just taking it slow, playing a few little tidy balls around. You look good. There was a great ball. He took the ball. Um, first touch, set it out for himself. Second touch with his left foot, sprayed it to Woodburn on the wing. It was it was a great ball, and it's just lovely to see that kind of range of passing. And he's not afraid to hit that ball that hard. I mean, because sometimes when you come back, you're like, I don't want to overextend myself and he's gone no okay I'm going to try at least one in this game it's really good to see um, but that's what I mean before I say by, by mentally mm-hmm. with all his training and stuff I don't think there'd be that so much that creeping into his mind because no. he would have said well you feel right now you yeah. start, he was playing with the ball weeks ago yeah, when yeah. we were out in Dubai wasn't he which is like well, he, we'll have that but I reckon if you're an opposition player and like you're under 23s or yeah he was under 23s or under 18s mm-hmm. whatever it was under 23s yeah and you're looking at Chamberlain do you, do you reckon they're going I'm not going to tackle him as well because that's what, I, that's what I was thinking because you get a bollock in there because he's 
he's in there basically to get fitness. Yeah. And he didn't put himself about. If he was putting himself about, that's fair yeah, enough. He's, he's taken but but I think if Oxley Chamberlain's kind of not going full force into tackles, and they've obviously took him off after forty minutes, so it is literally just a training exercise. And I've got it here. Would you play him in the running? And the thing is for me is. <laughs> Look, we we saw Adam Lallana playing that number eight role really, really well, and it's something that Chamberlain did fantastically towards the end of the season before he got injured. I don't know if we can afford to bring him in, not fully fit or not fully match fit, at the end of the season when we're trying to go for things. Yeah. You know, and we're we're gonna talk later about squad depth and stuff in in the first topic, so we'll kind of curb a bit of the talk until then. But would you play him in the running? Do you think we have enough um, there? Yes and no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play him like you've just said and go. All that stuff you were doing last season, go, go, go and do that again. Um, it's people want to see him back because obviously he's a great player. Oh, you want to see him back yeah. because of again, I, I get the city goals and everything else that he did for us last season. Uh, they also want him back because he's that creative driving midfield mm-hmm. to yeah. uh, that we've been lacking. To people go, that's the answer. That that's what we need. He will provide that and he will provide that. But again, I just don't think you can expect him to go and you know tear up Anfield every. Every week for the no. rest of the season, I don't, think, I don't think he's got it in him, and I think it's unfair to pile up pressure on him. I would play him if we're if we're three 0 up mm-hmm. and go right. Do we at worst case scenario we get three injuries in the field, then we then we need him. There's no choice, whatever. But I wouldn't go as far as just like potentially break him again for the no, season. I think a realistic target for him is next season. Yeah. Just get a preseason under your belt, do whatever you need to do. We've got enough midfielders. We should Adam Alana. Okay, he's shown in one game, but mm-hmm. nothing to get carried away with. That he's another option, exactly. Potentially another option. I know he's yeah. not. Again, he's not going to set the world alight because he's getting on and stuff. But I, I was before he came on on uh, Sunday, and was like, "What's going on?" Twitter exploded yeah. as, as usual. And I was like, "Oh, okay, you can play football. He can play it. Yeah. He can do it." I mean, look, Alex Oxley Chamberlain's injury was a serious injury, and yeah. the fact that he's come back, he's ahead of schedule. I, I think. Yeah. I, th- I actually think he's ahead of schedule, and. That's a testament to his desire, his commitment, and obviously the the people behind the scenes at Melwood and and the doctors and the, the it's that guy at Barcelona, isn't it? Exactly, or even the nutritionist. There was a there was, it's only in Germany. I'm gutted, but there's, there's a video on um, some German YouTube channel about about Liverpool. It might be Liverpool Germany. I'm not sure, but it's basically them talking and talking to the nutritionist, the one that Klopp brought in and talking about how she's kind of implemented these different regimes and stuff to help people with the regaining the the just just everything that you need in a food as a professional athlete and they've definitely tailored one towards him imagine you know what i mean we need one in this (laughs) office give her a challenge but um but yeah that's fantastic and it's all the people behind the scenes that have helped them there and you don't want to waste all their work by thrusting them in when we don't need them um but 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 that's my thoughts um Next on it, actually, let us know what you think on Chamberlain. To be honest, because I, I'm I'm actually quite interested to see what people think. Should you bring him in? Should you rush him back? Do you want to see him back regardless? Maybe we play the last game of the season. It's it, it's a tough one. Um, the next little bit of news. Not really. He's still a Liverpool player, but he's. I don't think he's going to feature that much for us ever again. Lloris Carius is having a hard time in Besiktas. Um, what a surprise! I know. I mean, basically, the other day. Uh, against Konya Spore. They won 3-2, but they were winning 1-0, and then in the 20th minute, Konya Spore go up the other end, fella has a shot and goal, at least Carrier should save it, doesn't save it. Manager slates him saying, 
among other things, he says, something is wrong, he has also been unlucky, he is talented, but it hasn't worked out and we have a problem, let me put it this way, if I still had Tolga available, I would play him, he's the other goalkeeper who's out injured, so he's... Was that his manager? Yeah, his manager, and he was basically getting booed by all the, or jeered by the Besiktas fans, there was rumours that he wanted to come off at half time because of that, it's just, I mean, I've got stats for him here, Ross, I may as well just say them while just before um, he's conceded 27 goals in 21 games that's 1.22 per 90 and he's facing just under 4 shots per 90 so 3.96 shots per 90 compare that to Alisson Becker playing in a better league uh, obviously with a better defence we've kind of got to put that in there but he's conceded 17 and 30 that's 0.53 per 90 uh, conceded and he's facing 2.45 shots per 90 so it's one of them he's obviously not good enough yeah, but from watching Alice in the season there's how many times has he saved things that he should has no right to, exactly. go, to go and save um, and then you're watching Carius with a few mistakes well it's not the first time it's happened to Carius because there was one way earlier in the season where it might have even been in the Europa League where it looped, looped over him yeah, that was unlucky but it's uh, yeah I know but like positioning wise and stuff like okay I might be hypercritical there mm-hmm. Um but the whole point of him going over there was to go and regain confidence yeah. and to sort himself out. I and I've watched that goal back that you've, that you've just been talking about. Um, and as soon as it happened, I was like, why didn't you just use your feet? Because yeah. it was, he basically jumped. Is that, that thing? Is it in the, the gif of the robot? Yeah. Which goes, yeah. and the ball goes yeah. underneath him. That's, that's exactly what he did. Yeah. Um, I will be very surprised if he ever features for the local football club ever again. I know. And it's so disappointing, isn't it? Because. Yeah, you got to feel sorry for him, but yeah, you got to feel sorry for him. But at the same time, as for every Liverpool fan, the club comes first, and you you can't you can't give someone a game because you think oh, I feel a bit sorry of for him, can not. you? So it's like no, especially now where everything's high stakes. Yeah, well, Mignolet's well, not even getting a game, and 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 it's one of them. I, Ladies Carius is a mad one for me because I would have been happy before we got Allison. I was ready to do an article. And I've I've spoke about this a few times. I've I've literally got an article draft and all the stats. Which didn't end up backing me up, which was, and I changed my mind on it because I got all these stats collated, all these stats about the best goalkeepers in world football, Allison and Oblak in there, and 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 seeing how Carius kind of marked up to that because I felt he was a massive part of how we got to the Champions League final. Talk about oh no, he conceded loads of goals and he was shaky. He got us there. He was in that team. He was the Champions League goalie. You can't take that away from him. Yes, he destroyed us. His, his legacy in the final but he got us there he was he made some important saves I remember against Sevilla especially he made one where he, he, he hits it down that goes off the crossbar and I would have been happy to, to, to have him still there but then we went out there and we just went no we're going to get someone world class there and, and just look off at the them stats then look at the difference in the whole fan base when, exactly. you, when you go to Anfield I, again I know. Alisson did it at the weekend at Berlin with his player come towards him and just chipped him Despite giving a goal away, and okay, he was fouled, but he's mentally he wasn't like wasn't scarred. All the fans around say, "Go, fucking hell, stop it!" And that's exactly what he bring back. A note on that though, from his manager, that is really poor management because if you know someone who's obviously mentally scarred from what happened last season, doesn't have the best confidence. Okay, he's giving away sloppy goals. 
don't then go out in the media and then slag him Just off. Him. What, what benefit is that to anyone? It's going to make him worse. I know, and uh, I mean, you've got to kind of put it on Besiktas' defence. I watched the rest of the highlights just from that game, and <laughs> that defence was terrible as mm. well. So that must be a reason why he's not getting the. Yeah, it's, it's difficult for goalkeepers because it always gets highlighted when they make a mistake. Exactly. Is exacerbated because slow motions. Like and David De Gea. Yeah, day, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's got he's got form. Yeah. So it's always going to reflect back. No, it is a shame. I mean. Yeah, I, I mean, at this point, it's an exercise in getting as much money for him as possible, maybe. Um, you can't see him even being around the squad, especially that that was the whole point, is him trying to regain confidence and also show Jürgen Klopp that he can do it again and that, that he's not a lost cause. But we'll have to wait and see. It doesn't look that way at the moment. And it's also highlighted in some respects, you get what you pay for with goalkeepers as well. You could argue because yeah. when you just said Alisson was, what, £50 million, pound, maybe more? I can't remember. It was it was above fifty million pounds, maybe. For, yeah, for argument's yeah. sake, sound. Yeah, every Liverpool fan is happy with him. I've never mm-hmm. never seen him being slagged off once, and he plays guitar, and he's just a, he's just yeah. boss, and he rips yeah. people. Whereas, whereas Carius was kind of low risk, yeah. for four million pound or whatever it was, four and a half million pounds, and he, he came with a good pedigree. Yeah, he was, he, he was he did, second yeah. best in, in Bundesliga. That respect, it's low risk because yeah. of what he did, but you can't yeah. you can't afford to have a four and a half million pound goalkeeper as your first choice goalkeeper anymore no. because it was one work. No, and, and we've seen the difference and, and brilliant management, brilliant all round buying players, fantastic. Uh, one little bit of news, it was Robertson's birthday and everyone in the squad, it's clear to see, loves him. Yeah. Um we all love him too. Uh, he's twenty five now. And that's old, isn't it? You know what I mean? He's at, he's getting on. Yeah. I'm nearly there too, don't say that. Um, <laughs> past it, mate. Exactly, yeah, yeah. We can all laugh at you, it's fine. Um, no, but I mean, 25 year old playing at the, hit the, maybe not even the peak of his powers yet, but just in terms of how the squad values him, how he, he is around in, in interviews recently, he's been doing loads of them over the past few months. He's just a joy to listen to because of his passion and his, he's down to earth. What, what a player. He's just. You're around perfect footballer who's not kind of flashy or in your face or egotistical yeah. or anything like that. And it's one of them mad footballing stories. Like he, he got rejected for Celtic saying he was too small or too, too little to, to play football, but yet carried on anyway. Yeah. So it's proper like cartoon Roy the Rover stuff, yeah. isn't it? And then, you know, grinded his way out when he was playing football in Scotland and then obviously ended up at Hull. Mm. You know, nobody wants to be at Hull. But again, you know. That was the stepping stone. It was the stepping yeah. stone. And, and it's mad to think. That Jurgen Klopp saw something in, or the recruitment team saw something in him. Then I remember like doing the the shows in the inn and going, nah, mm. but don't fancy him. And going, oh, well, we we don't know anything. Yeah. And then when he did arrive, he didn't play for months. He carried on, and now you just go left back in the, well in a league, arguably in in the world. Yeah. Um, I love that again. He said he's down to work, so he does stuff with the food banks. He's always exactly. like charities. He does stuff for the RC Foundation. Yeah. His boss on and off the pitch and. It's probably helped that Alberto Moreno's been so shit as well yeah. because he's made him look even better. Yeah. Not that he, I don't think he needed to, well, but it's, it's like the drop off is, is Moreno. You're going, yeah. oh no, I'd rather have a 50% Robertson on than a fully fit yeah. Moreno. No, of course. I mean, it, it's weird when Robertson first came into the team. After, like, obviously, he came in, didn't really get Klopp style. He said himself in interviews, he didn't understand where he needed to be positionally and, and how Klopp wanted him to play. So then, obviously, Moreno came in and was doing all right. He was started yeah, last season. Issues, yeah. Uh, doing quite well and then obviously you see him kind of progress and then he gets injured I think um, and then Robertson comes in and now he knows when he needs to be on the field now he knows how he needs to play now he knows the overlaps and I can't see a Liverpool team now where 
Robertson isn't in. He's he's up there with the first five names on the team sheet, yeah. being Alison Becker, Virgil Van Dijk, Nal Robertson, Fabinho. He's part and of the spine. Front three, you know, it's it, it's he's part of the spine, but on the wing, it's mad. Yeah. You see how James Milner was so integral in that season when he played left back and how we played through him. We kind of do that with Robertson, but it, it it's he's just so good, and I'm made up that all of the everyone in the team loves him and. He, and it's, it's mad to think it's we had so many holes in that team not so long ago yeah. and going, how do you fill that position? How do you fill that position? Goalkeeper, we just mentioned one. Left mm. back was another one. Trent, uh, Trent sorted out right back, yeah. effectively. And Gomez is exactly that centre half. And you're going, Fuck, that's, that's, hard, that's hard to do. And it's not as easy as yeah. people think. It's, again, it's not FIFA or footy manager where you just go, well, I'll have him, whatever. There's loads of things you have to take into consideration when, you, when you're buying someone, and especially someone that was effectively free because yeah. we gave them Kevin Stewart for £8 million pounds yeah. is, is mind-blowing given yeah. I think it, it might have been post-Neymar at that time as well yeah. which yeah, yeah, yeah. inflated again and to go and get someone like that who's consistent and then the period where he was, wasn't was playing Moreno was there and he was learning tactically where to be I think he he didn't moan he just said you know he was he was getting frustrated at not being inside but he was, he was working on it no. sound all for it that's exactly yeah. what you want I mean it's great recruitment once again you're talking about this, these signings even Chamberlain, we just spoke about three three people mm. there in, in Chamberlain, Allison and Al Robertson. And in terms of fantastic buys and, and long may it continue. I mean, if you want to see more of the, the, the news surrounding Liverpool FC, we obviously do Reds News Roundup every single week. Uh, Steve's going to be in tomorrow to record that, so we'll get that done nice and early for you so that we can um, put that out so you've got something to listen to before the big game tomorrow, which we will talk about Later, um, um, just one more thing on Robertson as well. Why I think he's appealing uh-huh. is his personality. Oh, it's, a, it's amazing! So many times, like footballs, like sanitised with footballs that are kept a distance away from from fans all the time, and you post match press conference yeah. saying the same thing, and like they made to look out thick because you go, "Oh yeah, three points." Where like, there's so many like memes and and gifs and images of Robertson like just doing something stupid. And you think. Good, yeah, I want looking someone a bit Van Dyke, yeah, like yeah, like, exactly, yeah. I love that yeah. picture. Oh, when he did his um. Was it his so many appearances? Or something? I know he signed a new contract, yeah, and he's like just pulling stupid faces. And I was yeah. like, God, I want someone who's got who's got a bit of uh, a bit of personality about them. Someone who wants yeah. to enjoy themselves, like it just reflected through him. Yeah, but a lot of people, a lot of footballers aren't up for that. A lot of footballers keep the keep the distance, and the club are, are so protective over images and what, what people say and what what they do. I just bossed off someone that, that does does that. Yeah, no, I I, I fully agree. Um, we're just gonna flog a bit of merch to you guys right now. Some merch. Um. These are some new shirts, mm. Threads for Reds. Can you get these on the website? Or they Not come on website, soon? these from, from Threads for Reds. Oh, uh, really? We'll okay. put the link in the description. So, Lon, if you want to cut to my camera first. So, this is a Virgil van Dijk one. Uh, so, it obviously says, calm as you like, number four right there. No, you know I'm what? holding I'd, it weird, but I've got to speak into the mic. I really like it. There's something on the back of that, Tom. Oh, you know what, Russ? What? You didn't look. Have I? Oh, look at that. Look, look. I'm trying to hold it and not look stupid. Um, You're not doing it very yeah, good. No, not very well. Well, I've got to talk into the mic as well. You don't want to see your face. So, look, I've got to talk into the mic. Virgil van Dijk 4. This is the back of the shirt. Um, I, I I quite like okay. it. Yeah. There you go. There's one. You can get that, I think. Yeah, this is another one. What's, what's, um, what's your favourite song, if it's not Virgil van Dijk, currently? Uh, the most out now, I'm messing. It's the Bobby Firmino song. <laughs> is it song. really? Oh. How's that go? What? How does that go? Um, something about C Senor. Like this? Oh, look oh. at that. It's like we rehearsed. I, I know. Well, we didn't. There you go. Oh, now you're holding it weird. 
Ross, stop holding it weirdly. You look stupid. Yeah, but you're doing like all yeah. this stuff. Hopefully it's in the shot. Um, is it in the shot? There you go. There so you go. I actually quite like that one. Um, Bobby Firmino's face. RF9. RF9, there you go. So this this and loads of other stuff available on a, a brand new uh, Threads for Red website, so you can check them out on Twitter there as you well. Go. Any information. Apparently, they've got a competition coming up as well. So oh, stellar advertising. Oh, oh. Stellar advertising. Anyway, we'll move on to topic number one. And that is, um, I've named this Lalana v Burnley and squad depth because I didn't know how to, how to really phrase this because... Look, we spoke before, Adam Alana comes into the team, everyone's a bit worried, uh, saying, oh, can he do it, blah, blah, blah. He worried? It. <laughs> People are more than worried, well, it Tom. it's a meltdown, but, yeah. it, but it's it's another case of Liverpool kind of showing now that we've got a bit of depth. May, uh, maybe not in defence yet, but in midfield especially, if you think about the players that we've got, we've obviously got um, Fabinho, Milner, Lalana, Keita, Keita. Hendo, Shakiri can sort of play there if if we needed him to, I guess. Mm-hmm. He plays in the, he plays in the middle sort of. And mm-hmm. um, obviously did I say genie, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you've got players in there, you've got options in there. Lalana is another one of them options and him coming off the bench and after after having Paul said it right, we've we've built him up to this point in terms of um, dropping him against Everton dropping him in uh, later on in games getting his fitness together getting his match sharpness back and then he puts in a performance like that against Burnley which was stellar really yeah. really was good for, for how long he's been out and it reminded a lot of people I think just what he can bring to this team I'm not saying he's going to be first name on the team sheet I'm not saying that but as a squad player yeah. that's what we're talking about here we need to be able to use these and, and rely on these people when y- y- fatigue sets in Football is so fickle, isn't it? Um, I, I understand people's frustrations of saying, you know, even against Everton, why he came on, people were baffled by the substitutions and, and whatever, and ultimately when he started against Burnley. Um, concerns, I understand that, like you said, people were worried, like, why is he starting? I get that. I was yeah. kind of, I was on that, that ship. Yeah. But there was, okay, Twitter isn't the place for people being reasonable, but it was like, well, we're from the title. Mm-hmm. We've already lost this game. I don't know, I'm starting going. People, those people not learning. It's a minority. Will express it. It's a minority yeah. of people that. But well, I'm not blaming everyone. I've going. Mean, how many times has he not played someone or people haven't started? Like Robertson, Chamberlain, people you just mentioned. Then Shakiri, Kater, Fabinho is another one. But why should Fabinho not starting? Why should he not starting? Well, because we're trying to mold him into something he wants, yeah. and now he's fucking bucks. Exactly. Kater and Shakiri are the same. Even though they've had good spells and stuff, I think in certain games they don't do what Klopp requires them to do. And they will eventually, won't they? Which they will do eventually, yeah. Um, and it end, ends when games when it's United, Everton, big games. I get there's a lack of creativity in the field. I understand that. I understand the frustration of wanting to do that. And you know, you can say in hindsight, had had Shakiri come against Everton, we conceded the goal. Will you be going? Well, why didn't you bring Milner on? Mm-hmm. Which effectively yeah. in the end and equally okay, it doesn't really matter because we beat Burnley. Um, and again, it's all on perception. So Adam Lallana, a year, well, two years ago, one of our best players, ultimately player of the season. Well, he, he did the city. He, he played club system exactly how he wanted yeah. it. He played that gag and press fantastically, and we saw that against Burnley in the way yeah. he chased it down. He's one of the only players I've ever seen to score a goal from pressing the goalkeeper, yeah. which tells you everything about him. Um, which comes his close control is fantastic. I, I've, I've, we met him a few times. We did a video with him, uh, name drop. Um, no, but mm-hmm. we, uh, I know, I know. We're but we friends. did some, we did some videos. Obviously, we we did the Lana Tain video. If you haven't seen that, go and watch it because it's us learning the Lana Tain off the man himself, which is basically a moving Cruyff Tain, but it's it, it, it's still a good little move. You see it all the time, and 
as a player, as a man, sorry, he's really nice. You yeah. speak to him, and he's, he's again, he's down to earth, and 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 you see, you see him on the pitch. He's passionate. Yeah. He screams. Did you, did at you people. see his celebration when? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I just caught a glimpse of it because yeah. I was like who's on because I didn't know what happened all I saw was someone throwing himself at the ball I was already screaming for a pen Yeah, and yeah. then I just saw him on the deck just going yeah and I was like ooh Adam Lallana yeah. boss and it is that passion isn't it that it, he he brings a lot to the side I'm not saying he's going to do it to, no, the, to the highest level that we come to see this is the problem see, people uh, want people to be the best every week but it's the whole point of having squad depth is to have someone that can come in and draft them in for certain games yeah. that their style suits the opposition yeah. in effect so like he boss against Burnley I don't expect him to be anywhere near Bayern Munich no he plays yeah, against yeah, Fulham yeah, maybe yeah, yeah, or maybe yeah. Cater comes in against Fulham again another player in the squad options. but again it's that perception thing of I don't think people should be surprised that he's had a good game because yeah. <laughs> he's like he's a good player he's, he's, not, he's not stupid is he he was going to go to the World Cup or with England wasn't yeah. he and, and, and there's a reason for that there's a reason why every single manager since he's played for Liverpool has loved them and yeah. has wanted them in the side. There is also the added frustration of, and again, I get this with people saying, "Well, we just spent, we waited a year for Naby Keita, of course. spent all this money, valid, yeah. yeah. Why is he not playing?" And I get that, which is not, which is not Adam Lallana's fault, and I think he's getting a bit of stick for that. Going, well, you shouldn't be anywhere near the team. We've moved, we've moved on since you, mate. We've, we've got, well, even Shakiri could argue could put in, yeah. in the midfield. Well, you spoke well. about Fabinho before, and it was a perfect point, and everyone knows it. You spoke about Robertson saying it before. We're training them up in this position. Yeah. Naby Keita, yes, had very, very good attributes that fit our style of play. Yeah. You watched him at RB Leipzig, and he was fantastic. The way he pressed high, the way he beat a man, the way he wasn't afraid to take him out, and you're like, that's exactly what we want. But there's a difference between doing it at RB Leipzig and doing it for Liverpool, Jürgen yeah. Klopp's Liverpool. You've got to learn the different nuances. You've got to learn how to get back. You've got to learn the speed of the Premier League, and he will get there. Yeah. Jaden is the same, and I think he's a different player in terms of... Right, we see Mo Salah up t- top right... Uh, right wing, sorry, top right, right wing, and he doesn't do too much defensively. And I think if Mo Salah ever gets knackered, you put Jens Kiri over there and you go, do what he's been doing, be our outlet ball. Yeah. And maybe we're trying to mould him into that. That's a hard, hard yeah. position to play. Jens Kiri's quite suited to that, I feel, being the outlet Stoke. It's one of them, you're right, you use them for certain situations, squads. Yeah. I, I quite like the fact that, that Klopp doesn't feel pressure not that I thought he would do anyway is to play Navigator week in week out he's, yeah. he doesn't have that same mindset as fans that we do going yeah. shit I need to play this guy because I've, I've just spent a load of money on him and I waited a year for him yeah. he needs to play but he's not going to play someone at the risk of losing games for us mm-hmm. in, in that effect so good I'm glad he's not playing and, and when he came up before the game so the, the team news came out and then the fume started and it was like well Adam Lallana's been good in training why wouldn't he start good that's what I want my managers yeah. to do reward people who yeah. are grafting the ballots off in training not to say that he didn't say that Shakiri and Kater weren't mm-hmm. but again they just need to go well can't go go, go and do what he's doing Yeah, and you, you can be in the conversation and until you know your role and you don't and you start grafting there you go. You'll be in the team, and 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 they'll be they'll be back in better players for it, and we'll be a better team for it. Um, that's your midfield squad depth. Obviously, we're kind of lacking in the defensive side of things. We've got Lovren and Gomez returning shortly. We hope. I mean, Lovren should be here before Gomez. Um, so then we've got cover. It's weird. Would you think we need to go out there and maybe strengthen a bit more? Obviously. The one I'm thinking about is left back. There's talk about Moreno wanting to go to Barcelona, yes. and Barcelona want him to be the what, uh, for a whole day. Do you want him as an understudy for Jordi Alba, Ross? 
Rumours, but uh, you know what? He fits he's the from style. from Don You know what I mean? No, but it fits the style. He, uh, yeah. Everything about how they play. Um, and he's short, fast, and can get up the pitch. Jordi Alba's obviously better than him, obviously, but I think Moreno would be a good fit, and probably Coutinho's yes. had a word in everyone's ear and going, I want my mate here. So do you reckon we might need to go out there, strengthen up there? Um, are there any other positions, maybe right back, that you want to strengthen up? Or just are you just going to promote from youth? What are you going to do? A bit of both is, is what I'd do. I think it, a lot of it depends, or some of it depends on what James Miller wants to do, because again, there's been links with him going back to Leeds United, and I think we were linked with one of their players, I can't remember his name, uh, it was on one of the Reds news shows. Um, he could ultimately be right back, left back cover, mm-hmm. and do an, an adequate job. Okay, it won't be uh, a step up from, from Trent, Gomez, or, or Robertson, but there will be times where he'd be needed, and if you're getting more midfielders in there, who are coming through, uh, or we're going to buy someone else? What we think, Kate is going to play a lot more. Shakira is going to play a lot more. Fabinho's asserted his own role in there. Genie's mm-hmm. in there. There's a lot, of, a lot of players in that midfield. So I think you could probably pad it out with Milner in parts. Centre halves, I struggle with because the amount of injuries. That's the thing, isn't it? And can you trust if them to like if Lovren was fit today, I wouldn't play him against Bayern Munich. Stick with Matip. Matip he's he's been in great form again another one where you have preconceptions of someone going it's a bit shit him I wouldn't play him he's your fourth choice centre half and he's been he's been solid and he's been solid what what more can you ask for him and and again he was a free transfer I I get you can improve and everyone's going to say oh you can buy Kula Bali and buy all these people I I I wouldn't go and spend a significant amount of our transfer budget or war chest shall we say because I think it's done about every year on on a centre half but I'd definitely get rid of one of them and I'd be more inclined to say Lovrum because I think mm-hmm. he's another player who's got again with Moreno, Carius, um, baggage. Yeah, they've got baggage, and I don't want that anymore. I was like, again, you know, they might be nice lads, whatever. But again, you've got to be selfish and going around to Liverpool club, mate. If you're not up to our standard, I kind of a see you later thing. I, I don't. He, he's not reliable. Yeah. So if Matic was injured now, again, someone else who isn't reliable, Gomez. Gomez has been really unlucky. He has he had some major yeah, injuries, but I don't think he's he's not as bad as them two. And he's and he's and got he, a ceiling. That yeah, is, exactly. Yeah, he's got a ceiling of Van Dijk. So also, I think it'd be Van Dijk and Gomez that start centre half, yeah. Trent at right back and Robertson left back. Yeah, Allison goal. But then I don't want the drop off to be massive because again, if we, if we want to fight for all fronts, we want to push for a title challenge next season as well. I want the standard underneath them to be higher than than what it is now because I don't believe it's anything. I don't think Klopp trusts Moreno at all. No. Um, a Milner issue on in Fabinho's been at right back we played a 16 year old at centre half well that's the problem for me Wolves. is you're looking now and for the past few games we've not had a defender on the bench an out and out defender so if if let's say for, for, for argument's sake against Burnley John Matip gets injured Fabinho we then have to drops. F- drop Fabinho in yeah you've got Hendo to come in there that's why Hendo's there you put Hendo in there and that and that's the big thing for me is we don't have we have to change the whole system if our centre back gets injured you can't be having that and Maybe it's just a case of getting a, a, a young player, but there's also a case to be made that you're bringing someone like a Clavan who's happy to sit on the bench constantly, maybe not even make match day squads regularly, and just say to him, Look, you're coming to the end of your career, you've got about what, two two years left of, of, of good quality premiership football left in you. Would you do as a favour and sit on the bench for eighty grand a week? You know what I mean. And there's there's I definitely you ask me then. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's definitely right. a list of people who would do that, and, and maybe that. And that's a question again. I'll ask. I'll ask to all you. If you're looking for centre back squad depth, are you looking for someone old and experienced who who's happy to sit on the bench so we're not wasting Joe Gomez? 
or do you just buy someone like the the late the late the late the late apparently he's he's agreed to go to Barca. This is all rumours again, but would you buy someone like him, young hungry player to challenge against Gomez and maybe risk? risk I think that's that, Gomez's you know spot I mean? to be honest. Exactly. I, and again, I wouldn't want to spunk a load of money on that position where when I think you've got you, it covered. You, well, it's, yeah, it's covered to an extent, but then there's there's other places so. Again, the drop off on Marnie and it's Salah. Left wing, yeah, yeah that's it's, a it's, mad it's, one. Isn't isn't great centre forwards? Fine, Bobby Firmino is irreplaceable in my opinion. Yeah. I don't think you can get anywhere a like for like striker out there. He's not even a striker for, for a start, so that's why. Um, but the work he does, the, the way he combines with um, Manning and Salah is mm-hmm. is immense. And then we saw on Burnley when Story came on, he dropped to a ten, mm. and he started being a creative creative yeah. player. And I was like going, ah, oh, we've, we've needed we've needed that for a good few weeks, but I wouldn't have. Who does put, that on well football? Exactly, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't put storage in there. Yeah. So I'd like someone who can do what Bobby does, as in positions. So someone that can kind of play the 10 up or, or, or go centre mm-hmm. forward, or even a natural goal scorer would, would be nice. So then he's got the freedom, because I think sometimes the whole front three are forced to play sometimes because yeah. there's no other option. Yeah, yeah. And the drop-off is that significant, then you kind of, you're not throwing a game away, but you... you you selling yourself short. It, so, it's the wings for me, Def. I mean, obviously you can't replace Bobby for me, and I fully agree with that. But I mean, you could put, feasibly put Sadio Mane in there, and he'll do a job. He, he played quite well. Then you're moving well. him to go. Yeah, exactly. So then you need your left wing, and who've we got on left wing? Pretty much no one. I mean, Arigi's done an okay job there, but he's not a left winger. Yeah. Um, he's got the pace, the best someone. He's got a bit of trickery and, and 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 fair play to the guy, but. And then right wing, I guess you've got Shaqiri filling in there. We've tried it with Lallana on the left. We've tried it with Cater on the left. You need an out-and-out winger who's going to play well with Robertson on that left-hand side in terms of the overlap. Who's going to? Who's not afraid to get to the bar. Who's not? You need another Sadio Mane. That's yeah. what you need. And and how many of them out there for good money? Would you put Harry Wilson into the first team squad this season? It's a strange one because. I'll be honest, I've not watched too much of him. I've obviously watched his goal highlights and the goals that he has scored have seemed to be from the centre. So he's coming in from the centre. You know what I mean? And, and fair play, great goals, great free kick, set-piece taker. I don't know how he'd fit in. I really want to see him in pre-season. Yeah. And I can't wait for I next pre-season. the same thing every year with him, Ryan Kent. Well, I think Ryan Kent's gone now. I don't, yeah. He's not had a good enough season. He, no. If you're looking at Wilson... Yeah. That's the standard. You've got to be the best, and he is at but the he's moment. Shown he can do it consistently. That exactly. was the other thing. And Ryan Kent, all right, he's he's playing okay over at Rangers, um, but he's just not got the goal return. I, I I've watched a little bit of Rangers this season. He looks okay, and I remember pre-season in Germany last uh, last time. He looked really good in terms of his trickery. He wasn't afraid to take people on. Was it this year where he came back? I and mean, like he was quite. Slight wasn't he? And he yeah, just yeah. come back and he was like that. I was going, oh, this is he'd be good yeah, this year. Yeah. Oh no, he's going to Rangers. Okay, and, so. Exactly, and, and and that's the thing is, I mean, I, I'm interested to know your thoughts on the Wilson stuff as well. But I don't know, he can do it through the centre maybe, but can he uh, do it on the left hand side? I don't know. I'm the same as you. I'm not going to sell myself on on Wilson because again, I've seen goals and I'm, I'm all down for that. Fine. But you know, Klopp requires much more than that from his players. Yeah. Again, he, you know, he's a work right up to scratch. He's, there was rumours that he was, um, oh sorry, goal. I think it was goal that reported that he was supposed to be going to Leicester yeah. on loan next season. Yeah, yeah. And then that, the plug got pulled because um, we didn't have enough character for Rodgers, so so he didn't go. So maybe the plan's already there to loan him out again next season. Again, he's got youth on his side, so he's still yeah. pretty young. That's fine. Um, I'm just thinking, you've got so in my mind, you've got so many 
gaps to fill or to improve on, would he save you a bit of money somewhere? No, but no, it's, it's not my money, so I don't care. No, exactly. That's that is fair enough. That's the number one topic, first topic. Mm. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, we're gonna plug something else. Uh, it's not merch this time. It is something on the RedmenTV.com. Um, this is the Around the League podcast. Here's a little clip from that. And also, as you say, the the Jordan Pickford stuff, which well, it was. Let's start there um, mm-hmm. because why not? Um, it was it was a bizarre moment of madness from England's number one, um, and I, I don't know why we didn't get sent off. No, I, I, I just it's not even being dramatic. I don't know what the rules are anymore. Mm. I don't know how someone can. Well, first of all, got away from the decision. He's fumbled the ball again. Yeah. And near enough handed Newcastle a goal. Um, his personal performance, I thought, was uh, immature, mm-hmm. which is well. It was the way it's the way you say it kind of. He, he got caught up in the, the, the Sunderland the, stuff, the didn't he? Yeah, go yeah. go in the fans and stuff, and then obviously they were tuning up at that point, or they were going tuning up, and, and he was being a bit of a prick. Um, Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Again, this is something that VAR will, will clear up, and I think if VAR was about it, would have given a red card. But to me, there's some decisions that you can argue for VAR, but there's some decisions that referees should be getting anyway. He's nowhere near the ball, and he spears someone. To, yeah, to, I know. Yeah, so it is. Yeah, literally a, rug, a rugby tackle away, and Rondon is about to score. Rondon just needs to take one step, kick the ball. I see enough of them go. Okay, you could argue a defender might get back, but it's not. It's not. It's stopping a goal scoring opportunity, isn't it? And there's this whole double jeopardy thing. That's this is this is what's complicating it. Oh, yeah, again, we discussed last week complicated rules in the in the in the FA law book. Mm. But basically, the idea is that if you give a penalty away and you're last man, you can't be sent off because then it's like a Bullshit. double whammy. 
But that's different. So, so, so the referee is therefore giving the benefit of the doubt, saying, "Well, he's going for the ball," which he wasn't, by the way. He really wasn't, yeah. um, and has decided not to send him off by by the laws of the game. So, so for me, that's the problem. That's the problem. The, yeah. the laws of the game yeah. is the problem. There's, there's no. Feels like the second week in a row we're having this conversation. Yeah. So it's yeah. I mean, again, as we said last week, common sense needs to be used, or a bit of. Um, I can't think of the word. A bit of flexibility for referees to like make it a personal thing. Again, maybe the referee didn't send him off because if he did send him off, they'll go, well, the law says that he mm. shouldn't be sent off. So then, you, again, you, you caught in two minds. So the referee probably got stuck either way. But he wasn't going for the ball. So it's not... It was a clear... It was yeah. cynical. It was really cynical. And obviously, the it was... like Obviously, I was sat in my flat. It was mid-afternoon, wasn't it? I, was, I think I was actually following the, the Wigan game in the Championship because that was quite a big game they were having. So I was I had, like... Like all me no score notifications on the go, and it, I found it quite amusing, despite being a Liverpool fan, that Everton got away with that and then basically went down the other end of the pitch and scored. I was like, yeah, that okay. is so that is so just that is so heartbreaking. I was like, oh, everybody will be blaming Mike Ashley and 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 doing all that, and then um, and then obviously so by the by the letter of the law, then yeah, if someone rounded the goalkeeper, yeah, and you just clean them out, it's not it can't be sending off. No, 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 no. Sorry, no. Because if you're the no. last, you're the last man. You he's can... got to be going for the ball. So yeah, it so depends know, on the yeah. placement of the ball. But but yeah, in theory, if if a goal, if somebody does you and they're literally about to shoot and you, I don't know, grab him by the shoulders, then that's that's going to be a sending off. Yeah, no, but, but you go for a slight tackle and you're going for the ball. Yeah, well, no, that probably won't be a sending off now. So Ross, that's you and Ben on the Iran League podcast. There, mm. just give everyone a little sum up. It's basically, it's what it is on the tin, Tom. Iran League. So we oh. just discuss any topics from the week before, or the weekend of results, the yeah. kind of top four race. Um, we were quite lucky this week because so much happened. A lot um, happened, yeah. controversies, VAR. Um, ben, as as he likes to, brought up FFP, which is well, a very, very no, big sorry, conversation yeah, yeah, joking aside, we, yeah. we take the piss out of Ben for FFP, or I take the piss out of Ben a lot for FFP. But it got brought up again. Yeah. Um, obviously, City being investigated by by multiple um, governing bodies. Um, just the kind pitch of invasion the, stuff, the pitch invasion. Ah, oh, the pitch invasion stuff. Yeah, what's going on? The standard of refereeing. Mm. Um, there was just loads to talk about. So it, we kind of the majority of the time we do it and we take off our red tinted glasses. Um, just go. What, what does this mean for Liverpool? Yeah. Um, you know, for, to be able to the top four race to talk about that and Kate okay, doesn't really concern us anyway. But to kind of see how that's playing out. Yeah, and to actually take time out of your life to consider what's going on. Yeah. It's good. It's just yeah. it's just a bit different than, than talking Liverpool time. Everyone's here for Liverpool stuff. Um, but if you have to something different, yeah, it's like an extended match of the day, but with shitter presenters, yeah. but more in depth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> arguing about uh, England and stuff. No, yeah. I, I I didn't edit on it. And it was. Yeah. I enjoyed listening to Thanks, what I mate. listened of. Um, moving on to the second topic, we've got a Champions oh, League game. Right? Sorry, if you want to try the Round League podcast, oh, you can on. do on the website, and your first month is absolutely free. I forgot to say that. Yeah, and there's hours of other content on there. Oh, I you tell know, them what else is on there, Ross. Newsroom podcast. That's that's a firm favourite. You no, know, so Chris gets in yeah. with one of the local journalists, spends an hour with them talking that is about their really life. Good. The one with Lizzie Doyle. The, the response from that was has been incredible across yeah. the board. So uh, YouTube, Twitter, our subscribers group went ahead yeah. over there as well. Uh, on the website as well, it was just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, he's done Pierce, uh, Neil Jones, Melissa Reddy, Dave, Dave Maddox, another firm favourite. Leon Prescott. Leon Prescott, there's loads, honestly. And then obviously uh, the girls cover the women's stuff. You know, if you've been into that or you're interested or you want to learn about it. Yeah. They're all in on that. Stats and tactics Stats and is my favourite. Yeah, well, yeah. Do you but, know what? You know, it's because I do the edits on them, and yeah. I learn loads about Liverpool. 
even if you don't think stats and stats is your thing, because yeah. I do the social post for it, and I, even though it's two, three minutes, it blows my mind. No, just going, really enjoy it. Oh, God, it makes loads of sense. So, if anything, you educate yourself. Yeah. Uh, there you go, we've got you covered around more. everything. All of that for £5 a month, yeah. Tom. Well, the best one's the Man of the Match podcast, obviously, that me, you, and Sai do every single game. Yeah. Um, when we win, it's brilliant. Yeah, when we lose, it's also brilliant, but not very good. Okay, plug, um, plug's done now. Yeah, plug, plug is done. That's the second plug. That was a longer plug than last time. Sorry, That's what everyone. She said. I hate plugs on podcasts. So uh, you prefer them in your draw next to your bed, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on to the Champions League, uh, we have Bayern Munich tomorrow, Ross. Oh yes. So obviously we spoke before. Paul, Chris, Sai are over there in Bayern Munich. I think they've gone with Aubrey as well. So there'll be loads of content from them over at the game. We're going to be in the office watching it here because we, didn't get invited, didn't we, we cannot afford to go over there. <laughs> someone someone needs to man the fort, Tom. Yeah, no, it's true. But um, look, it's a massive, massive game. Bayern, look, a lot of people have been speaking about how Bayern are not the superpower that they used to be. They're still a consistent, like, they get to the end of the Champions League quarters, semis and finals. They have done since 2012, I believe. Mm -hmm. They've been at least to the quarters since then. Um, just say what you will about a win and power. They've got fantastic players in there. We held them to a nil-nil draw. We need to go out there and we need to just flex our muscles, show them that we are the new kids on the block. Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting first 10, 20 minutes because I was baffled the way that they set out the game at Anfield. Mm -hmm. I like, they weren't really interested in scoring no. in, in a large parts of the games. Going, okay, but now they, they have to go and score. Okay, so I'm like, they have to score to win. But it means they have to come out and play to some extent, which will play into our hands. Uh, and if they don't, they're going to sit back. And I think we're kind of, we're getting not, we haven't mastered it, but we're getting a lot better at low block sides, yeah. just sitting back and doing it. They're, they were a different level. As with Manchester United, yeah. I think you have to give them credit as much as you don't want to of defensively sitting back and defending and being um, really strict, professional um, about how they do it and when they, when, when they come back out again. But they can't afford to do that for 90 minutes, no. so they have to come out and play. So I think you kind of, in-game management, go 5, 10, 15 minutes, maybe 20, going, what are they doing, what what, what are they playing at? And then we, we change ours from there. So if they're sitting back, fine, yeah. we'll go for it. If they come out all, all guns blazing, okay, well, we're, we're good at doing that. Our defence has been immense this season, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, okay, our way form in the Champions League hasn't has not been That's great. That's the big issue, Yeah, which is playing on my mind. But it, that's again, that's not a permanent thing, is it? You, no. you learn from those things of, of what you're doing um, throughout the season. So, uh, well, I'd like to think we would, but again, Bayern Munich aren't aren't as crap as everyone was making out before. I know the Asian thing; they no. have got Asian players in there. But so Ribbity came on and nearly ripped like four exactly, players. Yeah, it's exactly. Amazing. Yeah, so he got three assists yeah. the other day. Um, and the, the other the major thing who really impressed me was Kimmich as well, and, and he's suspended. Yeah, exactly. so okay. Fine with that. Sadio Mane is going to be running at the second choice right back. Fine. Oh, I don't know. I'm Robertson. Actually. Fine. What? Who is the second choice right back? I'll find it when not Kimmich. Tom had to. No, I mean it, it is a big thing. Obviously, they're they without Kimmich and Muller. I think he's still suspended for elbowing someone in the head. Uh, he kick someone? Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, went full Sadio, but like, but like, no, no, same thing. Oh, just an accidental no. kind of mm. thing. 
Well, it's still a red card, as we found out when we lost 5-1. Um, but we've got Virgil van Dijk back, Ross. You talk about a defence. That means Fabinho can then shift up into the centre defensive mid-slot, shores that up just a bit more nicely, and we play. Um, then we play, uh, obviously, Virgil van Dijk in there with Joe Matip or Dejan Lovren. The thing for me, and um, we did the starting 11 prediction earlier today, obviously they did the uh, uncensored match build-up show where they gave you their teams... The midfield's the big one for me. We know what the back five's going to be. We know what the front three is going to be. We're expecting a 4-3-3 because that's what we play away from home. The midfield, I know you put a post out, I'm guessing that's what you're pulling <laughs> up now. Yeah. The, the midfield for me needs to be as defensively solid as possible. And I know people are going to say, oh, you need more creativity in there. And I fully understand that argument. I get it. But are you really going to drop an Adam Alana or an Abby Caton into this team? Are you really going to do that? Or are you going to shore it up with a Fabinho, Genie, Hendo? Maybe even a Fabinho, Genie, Milner. That's what I think you need to do and cover the wings. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, again, leave me your thoughts in the comments. I'm sure you've obviously done it on the starting 11 and on the build-up. But for me, that's the only way you can go at the Allianz. It's Bayern Munich at the Allianz. Yeah. You've got to go out there and shore up that midfield. The uh, the tweet that you mentioned before, I put out after you did the starting eleven because yeah. I watched it and thought that's the topic of conversation and the difference in opinion from people is is mad. Um, a lot of people saying Fabinho, Genie, Cater, mm-hmm. which I think is probably our best midfield three in certain games when Cater's defensively though. Not defensively. No, I'm not saying for this game. I'm saying oh, in, sorry, in other sorry. cases, I think yeah. it will will be best. Um, I'm with you on the the defensive stuff and it's really hard to kind of find that balance of going shore up the the midfield Mm -hmm. protection for the defence and have some sort of creativity Mm -hmm. but we also have to remember that two of our most creative players are our left back and our right back exactly (laughs) so if they're bobbing forward it doesn't matter who you've got in midfield okay people want that that, um, as I said before the Chamberlain driving the defence Shaqiri will will drive the defence He's got the ability to spray past it or a cheeky little ball around the corner mm-hmm. or over the top or whatever we've seen it from this season. I just don't, I'm, I think I'm with you. I'm, I'm going defensive with the option to change it. Exactly. But then I, I equally understand people going, don't go too defensive because if you go goal behind and you're fucked Ten more. and if you need a goal and you're going, oh, uh, an hour into the game. But then you can you change push, it, surely. Yeah, I know, but, but then people's argument is, what if it's too late? Then you can't put Shakiri on at 60 minutes when you're 1 0 down and then. And no, then we, we don't score because yeah. then people just go, but why didn't you start him in the first place? Because you could have done something, but we don't know. Well, uh, and, and that's the problem. It is that Alex Oxley Chamberlain role. It's the role that Lalana played so well. And you've got to say to Genie and Hendo, you have to support the attack and you have to get back. Their roles are going to be so vital. Forget about the uh, the, the, the attacking side. Obviously, we're going to have our front three up top. Fantastic. And hopefully they take the chances. You've got Trent spraying balls in from, from, from deep. Um, from from deep, yeah, and Robertson hopefully close to the byline, getting there, getting in on the overlap of Sadio Mane. For me, th- then if they're going up there and they're actually most creative players, you have to have two midfielders in there who are comfortable covering both of them spots. Mm-hmm. Gino Ronaldo and Jordan Henderson, and you have Fabinho in there stopping that midfield, like destroying whatever they've got in front of that. I, 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 I think don't, it's, it's Jurgen Klopp's going to put out a team. Do you know what? Things, it's, but it's a nice position to be in because last season in Champions League we had the same midfield three. Every time, and they were all they were all goose. What was that though? What was that midfield three? Hendo, Genie, Milner, Milner, and did it get us to the Champions League final? Yeah. So two well, of them, fib- yeah, okay. Two of them players I, I, in there are good enough to get us to the Champions League final. They are. You can't say they're not because they got us to the Champions League final. I think you can make a case for Milner as well. To be honest, uh, exactly. Yeah. One because a Genie has been 
one of our best midfield or one of our best players this season. Mm-hmm. He's definitely up there. But again, me and Laurent had a conversation before. He looks knackered. Yeah, absolutely knackered. Yeah, and I, 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 I was surprised that he's, he's played against Burnley because I thought no, he'll drop him this game because yeah, yeah. he, he came up against Watford and he was knackered. Everything he was knackered. Um, and Milner kind of gives you that experience in European football that I think you get and definitely gives the protection to Trent at, yeah. r- at right back, which I think we saw last season in Champions League, particularly against City. Yeah. Um, even Roma, we conceded a couple more goals PSG, there. PSG when he yeah, came PSG, in and yeah, exactly. Neymar straight away. Yeah, you know, I think you kind of need that that Nelson, that experience from James Miller to be able to go and provide that, that quality. And I think he... Mentally, he calms people down as well. So you're bringing him in instead of uh, uh, in place of Genie. You can make a case for it. I mm-hmm. don't know. Okay. I, my, I, I can I could give you three or four midfields that I that I, that I would like to see and give you certain arguments for for each one because again I th- I, I'm with a lot of uh, Liverpool fans, a lot of viewers are going oh, well. Apart, we want to see Cater in there. Apart, we want to see Shakiri in there. Mm-hmm. Cater because he's. W- he should be this player that we all expect him to be, and he's shown glimpses. He, the, he, the last game he played, and he played Bayern, against Bayern Munich as well. Okay, he wasn't brilliant, but he was a step up from what he'd been before. Yeah. And do play? You play four three three and put him in there again. He looked a lot better in four three three, by the way, than he did four two three one. Yeah, or out right wide on the left. You can go and put him in there. If Bayern needs to come out and play, but we've yeah. got someone who can go, go on the break and go and do it. Equally with Shakiri, can go and do that. Exactly. But again, if Bayern Munich come out and you want to shore things up for. for 20 minutes, half an hour, or the first hour, like, go defensive then. it's the, the big thing for me is you're talking about Bayern Munich coming out and then we're catching him on the break. So the players that catch him on the break are the front three and then possibly a midfield runner. Hopefully it's Genie. And then you're thinking about it. Um, I got a few stats from last time they played us. So obviously it was 0-0. After that, they beat Hertha Berlin 1-0. Then they beat uh, Gladbach 5-1. And then they beat Wolfsburg 6-0. And now they're playing us again. So Lewandowski got two in- against Gladbach and two against Wolfsburg. Gnabry got one against Gladbach, one against Wolfsburg. For me, they're there. Didn't big- Lewandowski get three in about 10 minutes again against Wolfsburg? It only said two, but he might have. I'm sure he got yeah. Well then if you got three then, yeah. then two right I know Ribery got three assists Definitely wow. did um, And that's the big worry for me Is you've got to stop that Because they're going to come at us Obviously you've got Virgil and Matip in there Looking after Lewandowski And then you've got Fabinho covering that as well If Lewandowski comes a bit deeper Then Gnabry and uh, Coleman Ripped both of our full backs last time mm-hmm. You need to Milner's right back there wasn't he Miller was right back. That okay. That's that is fair. That is fair. But Robertson, the first time I've seen him get ripped, at, like since, and then I think he got ripped against United after that. I I think it kind of dented his confidence getting ripped against Bayern. Um, he was getting <laughs> good job he played Burnley before. This you season, know what I mean? But yeah. he, he got he got ripped, and and that's the problem for me is obviously you got Virgil next to them and you have got Matip next to them, but you've got to. I'm confident that if you let off attacking three runner people on the break. With maybe a, a, a late midfield runner coming in, if they've got the legs, we can score off it's, that break. It's that gamble and that commitment, and I think we did that with Adam Alana against mm-hmm. Burnley, and he was that that was that extra man over the first goal coming from him going forward. Okay, it wasn't necessarily we weren't on the attack, but we just had an attack, lost the ball, and he and he's there. I think we've lacked that sometimes. Yeah. So as a, again, I don't Lallana will in my mind doesn't start against Bayern Munich. Cause I think it's it's a bit. Too risky, although he does the defensive work. Again, you could probably make, you could probably make a case for him, but he might I, be goose. I, I, yeah, exactly. So I personally don't don't think he will. Um, but again, it's nice to be in these these positions of going. Well, we do this and we do that. There, I've seen a lot of stuff recently, and it did kind of kind of make me think of um, 
the Jordan Henderson stuff of going, well, we didn't play against Watford and we won 5 0, and then he played against United, we didn't win, and mm-hmm. then we played, was it Bournemouth? He didn't play and we won, something like that. The succession of games are basically the ones where he didn't play, we won, and when he did play, we didn't win. Yeah. And then we kind of think, ah, mm. that's like, it's hard to argue that. That case, but again, okay, maybe you can because of the opposition and the end to end stuff. But some people wouldn't have him in the Bayern Munich team because we, we kind of need to win. But then, yeah, I know you're, you're, you're okay. It doesn't have to be as black as white as, as if you're in or out the, the Henson camp. I, I know that, but I think it's likely that he'll play. And I think he'll do a good job. I think yeah. he, I think he'll put himself about. And I think in that type of role where he needs to press high up, mm-hmm. he really excels in that role. We've seen a few times where he's just come on and just beasted the game. Was it against Bayern when he came on? He was really good. Yeah, I feel like that was. So there you go. And and he was he was up high up the pitch, stopping things happening. And it's one of them for me. Regardless of the team you put out, regardless of even. I mean, obviously, I want us to win. This is Liverpool back at the pinnacle of football. We're playing a massive European powerhouse in Bayern Munich. We're playing at the Allianz. I remember when we went there for the German pre-season. I'm gutted I'm not going, but I went, I can't wait for Liverpool to play it in a competitive fixture because it's such a prestigious place and Liverpool are there now. And, and regardless, Liverpool are second in the league after losing one game in the Premier League. Obviously, we've drawn quite a few. That's why I was second. But with there and thereabouts in the Champions League, this is Liverpool back to the top. This is this is us doing exactly what we want it to be, and that's the thing. I um, obviously, like I said before, I want us to win, and I believe we can win. And, and like we have the squad, we have everything we need to win this game. If like if we don't, then we focus on the league again, and we're fine. And and it's just nice having Liverpool having things to fight for at this yeah. stage of the season. So many seasons we've had nothing to fight for right now, or we're going for top four, and we're in this horrible battle. But it's now we're like, no, we've shown top four up, we're going for the league and we're going for the Champions League against a massive team. Until we've had this conversation, I've found it, I haven't found it difficult, but I've just not prepared myself for the Champions League stuff because your mind's so intensely focused on the Premier League and what's going on there to kind of switch. Whereas last season, like you said, it was like, oh, I look forward to the Champions League because it's a distraction away from a top four battle we you can't really be arsed having, mm. um, really. And I think I was on this day last year we beat Burnley 2-1 or maybe the year before sorry 2017 we beat Burnley and that was kind of like vital to get in the top four and like we didn't win it was like oh we could have blown our chances here whereas now it's like well we're a point behind Man City like we've was it equaled our best ever um, points record 87 yeah like and again like you said we're, we're getting a last 16 against Bayern Munich and, so and that's you got to be 32. proud of this team 32 we are uh, 32 16. Yeah, yeah, something. One of them. One of them numbers. I really, sh- I really should know that. We should know that. It should be on the sheet of paper, but it's not. Leave us a comment. And say how stupid we are. Yeah. Um, no, because they will. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> uh, they already have. Yeah. No, but I, I yeah, I, I, I'm just made up that Liverpool are back to this to this level of football, and we're challenging for these massive trophies. And there's not no one can take that away from us. We've earned all of this. It it it, it is genuinely fantastic. There's an added pressure as well, I think, because Lauren mentioned it again before mm-hmm. of. All the other English teams are through. Yeah. And I know we're against Bayern Munich. I know it's a, a tough place to go. You kind of don't want that thrown in your face going, oh, yeah, United. Do the team, let's get through. United, Spurs, and City aren't through yet. But City they, are through. They're yeah. gone through. Um, no, that is true. That is that is the horrible, hard thing, is if we don't get through, you'll be like, <laughs> and you can't even throw that, well, it was Bayern Munich, because United have gone, well, we have PSG. 
So it's fair, but I, I, and, I was, the re- and the referee. I was saying this before, right? If we get through and City get through, that's like I, I care about all them other teams getting through. I don't want English teams to do well in the Champions League. Sack that off. If we're not in it, I don't care about the Champions League. But what a what a great message it sends out to the rest of the world football that English football, the most arguably the hardest league to win. Like, we're second and we've lost one game, like yeah. I said before, five draws or something. Arguably the hardest league to win, and all four of these teams challenging for that are now through. Yeah. And it's are big forces in the Champions League. Mad yeah. how it goes in kind of stages almost, because like mid to late 90s, like, it was like Italian football was mm. like the best. It was fucking amazing. Um, early noughties, when we know us, Chelsea. United Arsenal were probably yeah. arguably always in there, we, and then it went to all the Spanish teams for about a decade. Yeah. Sound, yeah. and then, like you know, it's a statement for English football to say, "Oh no, actually, we're, we're back here again." I love it, and, uh, especially and, when you're, you're knocking out the likes of PSG as well. It was supposed to be monument. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you reckon it's a case of everyone spurring each other on because we're raising the level in the Premier League itself? So when we come up against these teams. If you think about Dortmund, Dortmund are a very, very good side, and Spurs kind of blew I them away. I think Dortmund have just blown. Yeah, they do. Because yeah. they were so clear in in the Bundesliga, and yeah. as we're calling this, they level on points yeah, with, yeah. with Munich now. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, they've they got to win it, and they, they've they suffered badly. The Tottenham really surprised me, not that Tottenham are crap, but like obviously they're 3 0 up at, at, at Wembley. And then they won 1 0. And then they won 1 0 there, and I was like, Oh, two clean shoots against that Bayern, mm-hmm. uh, that Dortmund side, yeah. sorry. Um, which is good. Man United knocked out PSG. Say what you like, they had in PSG had loads of injuries, didn't have Neymar, whatever. United had loads of injuries. Yeah. And by the end of it, in the last five, ten minutes, they were playing kids that hadn't even played yeah. before. Yeah. And, they st- and they still got throws. City coming back against Schalke. As much as I don't really like City and I don't want them to win the Champions League, that fight back with ten men was unbelievable. That Sané goal oh, was... Oh, yeah. Top class, like one of the best free kicks I've ever seen, and then obviously Sterling scores. I mean, if it, uh, the 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 fallback there was terrible, and we're not here to talk about them, but no. fair play to all the English teams that have that have got yeah. through, and and I if, hope it continues, sort of, kind of, maybe. I mean, I want us to well, win it every it's time. Double jeopardy, isn't it? Because if if Liverpool get knocked out, then you go in. Your, your argument can be sound. All in the Premier League. And City are ultimately through. That's an extra two games to them. They've got the, the Swansea game at the weekend, so they'll probably beat Swansea, so the next yeah. game for them. That's our only argument. They're going, actually, we'll probably catch up with them. Yeah. And if we go through, sound, we're, in, we're into the quarterfinals. Fine. I'm, all, yeah. I'm all right with that. Just going to throw it out there, because I think I already know the answer. If Liverpool get through, who do you want? Who do you want? I'll win the Champions League. Hmm. I mean, it depends. If, if Leon beat Barca, then Leon. I mean, I yeah. want Ajax. Everyone wants Ajax. Yeah, you want know, a trip yeah. to Amsterdam. Yeah. I think I'll go regardless. Yeah. Porto. Yeah. We've had Porto. I think we've had You've Porto. You've never been to Amsterdam, Tom. I've been to Amsterdam a few times, yeah. <laughs> well, you might have. Twice. Um, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun I, the third time. Yeah, I went once. It's good, isn't it? It was really good, yeah. It's, it's a really nice city. But, uh, lovely buildings and the zoo's great. Yeah, uh, tulips and clogs. And yeah, 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 yeah. Cafes, yeah, and um, shops. Anyway, uh, that was the second topic, and we're going to move on to questions. Um, I'm going to start this off mm-hmm. with Paul Machen, Ooh. who's not here. Well, the Paul Machen, it says here, Tom. Well, that's his that's his Twitter handle. Um, there is no other. <laughs> um, but basically, he asked the question: 
what is the biggest house party, house party disaster you had when your mum and dad went away on holiday and left you at home? I once killed a three metre circle of glass and flooded the garden. Um, I didn't have any house parties. Oh, me house. either. I used to go to other people's parties for that very I'm reason. Trashed it. No, yeah. um, I know. We used to play this game, and I'm I'm sorry if anyone watching this, if I ever went to one of your house parties and you found bottles all over your house, we used to play hide the bottle. I don't know if you used to play this. So when you finish the bottle, the hide the sausage. Same thing. Um, but yours, I guess, is smellier after a few weeks. But um, <laughs> just didn't get that out. No, it's fair enough. Um, <laughs> but what we used to do is finish a bottle or finish a can, and then we'd hide it in a place where they're never gonna find it until like four weeks later when the parents like move a book out of a bookshelf oh, yeah. and there's a bottle have you had a party yeah oh. exactly exactly we were them kind of bastards uh that was always a fun game but I, I was quite respectful of people's houses i i did go to one house and again if you're watching this i'm i wasn't involved so i'm not sorry but i am sorry for the state of the house that got left in her house got absolutely destroyed like they had like priceless art on the walls got destroyed they had a they had a punching bag someone jumped on it and ripped it out of the ceiling like uh, lights got smashed um someone whose house were you at with price, exactly. priceless art and a punching bag it, yeah no it was it, it was a really really nice house no genuinely it was i felt so sorry for her like and yeah i i once i'd seen that about like i'm never having a house party and I'm never inviting people that I don't know. It's always going to be a close-knit thing because the way that people treated someone's house, they have no idea whose house it is, was despicable. Yeah. It was it was never worth the repercussions for me to... I've no. never had any friends either. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> probably. We never helped. Um, but I used to go to other people's parties. Yeah. The same as, but I, I, just, I just didn't do anything. It, the very worst. Probably sick on someone's sofa or someone's yeah. carpet and may have, may have left it. Yeah, but usually you clean it up type thing. Like... Well, I've, I, like, uh, I'm going to call him out here. So I used to have a thing where he'd throw up out of second floor windows. Not even he meant to. He just did that. This is when we were kids, first going to parties. <laughs> and you'd, just, you'd be outside, just having a drink on the, uh, oh, in the back garden. Si. And you'd just see him open. A, you'd hear a window open, and you'd be like, everyone move. Uh -huh. um, it was fantastic. I remember he got caught by a... Uh, he got caught by one of the girls' masks doing it. Oh, God. And, uh, yeah, he had to clean that one up. Okay. Definitely had to clean that one up. But, yeah, no, I mean, I never had parties in ours. Lauren, have you got one? Say. No, I've never been to one. Never been no. to a house party? No. You're not missing out on it. To be fair, you're only young, to be fair, so. Yeah, they're not. They weren't all the rage. No. No. No, it's like, fair. Like, no, but people have kind of house parties now, don't they? Prees, it's called. Prees, yeah. Yeah. To save some money because town's <laughs> expensive. Yeah. And there's less mess, I feel. Yeah. And you get rotten. I was just starting the night. Yeah, you don't have a whole night at someone's house, do you? Well, the problem is with prees, Ross, is that you go out and then you end up in town at one. And then by that point, everywhere I normally go to is shutting. But how much money have you saved, Tom, and you're still off your face? It's true. But I'd rather stay at the house, <laughs> I'll be honest. Yeah, okay, Because I end up staying, up, staying out till six and spending just the same amount of money yeah, okay, in yeah. overpriced bars. Yeah. When, we, when we all went to Bailey's for a civilised drink. Yeah, we went to Bailey's for the drink and ended up in town and there. Uh, yeah. Good night. Uh, well, from what I remember. Okay. Anyway, um, next question. Pierre, Emmerich or Bamiyan Golden Boot? Um, Arsenal fan. 
I think you'll find. At Marble Halls. At Marble Halls TV. He says, not a Liverpool fan, but just wondering, how does Salah rank amongst your best ever forwards? Uh, that's the first question. And then, is there any current player up there in the greats or potentially can be? So what what, uh, what about the first question? Um, It's, well, I've just I kind of answered both questions with one answer, but it's difficult because I think people forget that Mo a winger. Yeah. First and foremost, yeah. I, I know that that incorporates forwards, but he's he's a winger. So like I've written down here, Torres Suarez can compare him to them too because they were out and out strikers ultimately. So does he fall into that bracket? And then wingers, old school, you go in little highway barns. Yeah, that's exactly what I put here. And it's like, can I you class Kenny as a forward as well? You know what I mean? Yeah. Tackle so mid. um, I don't know if you can compare to them three because I didn't watch them. And then I've in Liverpool's time that I, sorry, in my time of watching Liverpool. Stephen Manham is the only yeah. winger. That's the but problem. But he, but he, he wasn't a winger that came in. He was a winger that gets to the byline and cross yeah. into it. They're all completely different players yeah. to what Salah is, so it's difficult to compare what he's done. One of the great players, again, I think is difficult because people... Been here for a season. Well, yeah, that and I think ultimately to be one of, considered a great player in any club, you have to win stuff. Mm-hmm. And Liverpool, and okay, yeah. okay, he's won the Golden Boot. Sound Liverpool? Is Liverpool got trophies in the bank? Yeah, because he yeah. Was, he would just pull a change. Yeah, yeah. this whole Liverpool side. No, that's it. And and the thing is about amongst our best ever forwards, we've had some amazing attacking players through through our history. And you could say, oh, stop talking about the past. That's what this club's founded on is these amazing players who I never got to watch. Uh, I've watched them in the cup finals. I've I, I've seen like. I've seen highlight reels of them, but I never got to see them in the flesh. I never got to see their exact style of play. And I'm gutted about that. And and hopefully we can start doing more of that on Redmen. Is is it showcasing just how good that these players are? Because it's a massive part of this club. Is look, we've won five European Cups. Four of them were before I was born. You know what I mean? So and me. There you go. So yeah, well, you're like 32. So um, <laughs> no, but four of them were before I was born. And and and. You can't discount them, but you've got to then you, you've got to kind of learn about this. And so I don't know about them players. Probably Salah's nowhere near them. That's the thing in terms of what I remember. I've got Torres, Owen, Fowler, and Suarez is what I remember in terms of like forwards. My uh, yeah. favorite, I think he's up there with them for one season. Yeah, but I don't think he needs to be here for a while. And I think you're right. He needs to win stuff. But then Suarez, what did he win with us? League Cup. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he is one of the know, best but, players ever. <laughs> but look where he is now. Exactly, and he, what he's won since he left us and won the treble. Yeah. So that's fair. A uh, second part of it is: there any current player up there than the greats or potentially can be? Uh, I'll throw this one to you as well, Loden. After after Ross's answer. Sorry, any current player that could be considered a great? That could in the future potentially. Virgil <laughs> Van Dijk. There you go. Virgil Van Dijk. Honestly, God, he's he's not far off it now. Yeah. I, again, we mentioned before about people trans, transforming a, a fan base to, to being calm and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many times we say the same things about him week in week out. Again, not not a plug, but on the Man of the Match podcast, how many times yeah. we've picked Virgil Van Dijk, Virgil Van Dijk or defenders this season? Well, that's Rob exactly Robertson's been up there as well, or Trent's been up there. Yeah. I've, like if that was last season, well, past ten years. No, you're going back to Carragher Hippier before you're picking a centre off yeah. for doing anything. Unless, unless you're picking Lovren for Dortmund because he scored that goal. Yeah. But consistent level and and someone who can who is high the levels of everyone else around him. No, no, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, he's going to stick with us for a while. I pick 
Van Dijk, Allison, and Robbo. I think, and you said Trent there. I think that's a big one. It's amazing how that's our defence. I can give or take attackers, but I love yeah. defending. I love the fact that we've completely transformed our defence, and I think they're massive, massive parts of that. If you look at them players, Van Dijk, consistent, unbelievable. We're going to remember him higher than hippier, I think, when he leaves. Alison Becker is just, he's the best one since Rainer, probably better than Rainer. Who else? You know what I mean? In in recent memory, is better than him. I don't know. Robertson, in terms of left back, same thing. John Anarisa, then 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 Apoloa maybe, but he wasn't fantastic for us. If you're thinking about players who are given everything, and then it's Trent just for the the scouts thing, the fact that he can play right back, but he can really he could mould into a Philip Lamesque centre defensive mid. That's the the four of these players out of our back five right now could be. I think you can chuck Fabinho in there as well. Exactly. Potentially, you could chuck Fabinho in there as well because Genie's been one of our, our better DMs. Mm-hmm. But them two together, and he, okay, Fabinho not not on his own yet. But he's just a destroyer. He's something completely different to yeah. what we've been used to and the style that he plays. And again, people say about creativity. He's got creativity, and he's the DM. Yeah. The amount of balls that he sprays over the top, or you know, he's he doesn't get the credit because he's the pass before the pass. Yeah. So his stats won't say uh, Fabinho's got nine assists or something. He's, he, he probably hasn't got five or whatever. Mm. But he starts to build a player exactly. or he'll spread it out to the wings or to someone else. Or yeah. just the way that he puts himself about now is just like, again, another character, another physical element of our side of the spine. Like, was it was it Watford we played and he just chased someone back? Oh, he mean? chased Delafoe back and just went, just like yeah. that. Not done for us, not a foul. Fuck off, mate. I'll see you later. That, that's mine. And yeah. then we're on, a, we're on an attack then. It's hard. It's brilliant. Uh, Lauren, we might have picked all of them that you're about to say, yeah. but have you got any other shots? Definitely Arsenal's up there, but I think Gomez can be as well. Oh, yeah, Because he's still only young. Same reasons for like Trent Young up and coming. Yeah. But he can be just as good as Van Dijk. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'd probably go yeah, with Gomez. You forget people's shout. form, don't you, before they get Imagine injured, if so. our whole back line, back five, so when, Matip, when Gomez comes back and then that's our back five, if they're all potentially world-class greats, in fact, think sorry, of it. Firmino. Yeah. Firmino, sorry, yeah. He's a good But great even, even Mane as well. Oh, all of them. Let's every, say all, every they're single all, player they're all great. Team, apart from Jordan Henderson, because he's shit. No, <laughs> no yeah, I, yeah, Firmino. I mean, this this squad that Klopp's assembled is, is going to be remembered in terms of, like, it's going to be... You look at the 13-14 team, and we had Suarez, and we had Gerrard, and Sterling was getting there. Sturridge was on fire, but then think about who we have in our team right now. Mm-hmm. Who you're going to remember them in terms of their positions. You're going to think back positionally, and you're going to go Robertson, yeah, Allison, yeah, Van Dijk, yeah, Bobby, yeah, Salah, yeah. The like Genie could Genie could be there uh, eventually in terms of like a cult hero type thing. I don't think he's going to be there in terms of the best. David Carrigi's a cult hero as well, isn't he? David Carrigi, you know what I mean. Clavan's a cult hero for God's sake. Jordan Pickford, Colin's he's not even player. Like, <laughs> exactly. He's run as the ball, mate. He's done more for us than he's done for Everton. Let's put it that way. Um, right, last question before we move on to the Q and A, which is going to be on the website. This is a doozy. This is really hard for me. You had, you said you had an answer straight away, so let's find out. Ale Allison at say commerce says you go out to town one night pick a player from the past and present squad who you think would give you the best chance of pulling a fit beard without that player stealing them tough gives, gives I you I found answer. it really easy Go on. Charlie Adam 
<laughs> Charlie Adam because he's yeah. got it in the bank he's got a bit of money he's yeah. still playing football at a relatively high level but he's also fucking ugly as well so go. I might in fact, you know what I might even look a bit like him that's how bad it is maybe yeah you could be he's like Farmer's oh, brother yeah, yeah. younger brother yeah, yeah. we've both got square heads he eats more pies than I do but you know he's got a better left foot than I do yeah. and right foot and I make head. up for it in other places Tom Um chefing yeah, I there can cook. Yeah, there you go. So, there you go. so that, yeah, that was that's a way to a woman's heart. The, uh, Food, the yeah. yeah. I'm a feeder, so she never gets to leave me. Puts <laughs> <laughs> um, a fit out the door. <laughs> I've gone with similarly. I've got three answers here because I, I found it really, really tough. They're kite. Okay, but again, I really guys think. Yeah, yeah, but okay. then I really feel like he would. He'd just be better than me at everything oh, no, because he comes across as smooth. He, no, he's smooth. As, he's so smooth, and he's won loads of stuff imagine you just go have you oh yeah what have, what have you done in your career and I'll be like well I, I work for the YouTube channel and he goes well I scored a hat-trick to win us the, the, the title in the Eredivisie yeah. you know what I mean and that was my last game um, I scored a hat-trick against Man United from a combined total of six yards out you know what I mean I have no chance with him so then I picked Kenny because King Kenny because I thought well King you, Kenny when he was in his prime no 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 now you can't do that. You can. What? You can because I want to go off for a drink with him. I'm not even going to try pull birds. I'm just going to have a drink with Kenny. And then birds will come over to him. He can pull. I'm not asked. I just want to have a drink yeah, with Kenny. Yeah, he's that humble that he probably set you up as Pro- well. There you go. He'd be a great wingman, yeah. I think that's the purpose of the question, though. You've got to pick someone who's going to be a great wingman yeah. rather than someone who's going to steal. There you go. And then with that going, I've gone with Mo Salah because obviously he's loyal to his to it to his family, mm. uh, everyone loves him. If I walked into a club with Mo Salah, <laughs> so you're going out on a night out with Dirk Out, Salah, and Kenny, and I've picked fucking Charlie Adam. <laughs> well, I mean, you'll have a great time in Blackpool <laughs> pleasure rooms, lad. Like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, yeah, I've gone with the classy ones. You've gone with fish and chips, man. <laughs> fish and chips, man. It's a bad. Oh, I'll enjoy though. myself. No, yeah, you'd have a great time. You, I wish you changed my answer now. <laughs> um, let us know in the. Actually, have you got? Have you got? You got the answer for that, Lauren? Uh, You've I, wanted to pull a fit bed. I mean, that's not what I go to town for, but yeah, sure. I I said Lauren earlier just because I feel like he bigs you up. Lauren's a shout, he, he yeah. He bigs up to everyone. I feel like yeah, Lauren will be good. I, Plus, he's married with kids. So. That's the thing. All these players are married with kids, so you'd assume. Well, on that basis, I could have just picked any ex Liverpool player that's retired. Yeah, but that or exactly. one of the greats. Well, you didn't. You picked Charlie Adam. That's what you did. <laughs> I could have you, picked, someone, I could have picked someone who died, Tom, because he wouldn't be able to pull the bird. He's married with kids, though, as well. So. Who? Charlie Adam. Yeah, but. Have you seen his wife? You're getting into libelous oh. territory. So Someone let's... married him. Have you seen his wife? No. She's, 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 Is she alright? She's right? really pretty, yeah. Alright, well, we'll oh, check money, that out. Money talks, doesn't we'll, it? We'll check that out after this. But uh, let us know your answers to them questions. Especially the last one, like I say, I found that really, really tough. So let us know. That has been the podcast for today. Hopefully, we've entertained you for how long was that? Uh, one hour, 15. Wow, wow. okay. I'm, I'm sorry for running over everyone. But hopefully, we've entertained you for that 75 minutes. Um, quick math. We've got the bonus Q&A coming up where we answer questions like if the game Wednesday goes to penalty, who's your five penalty takers? Favourite Irish player to play for Liverpool? Um, we are considered by some as the B team, Ross. I'm happy with that, Tom. Which isn't the C or D team. So uh, you're, you're, you're B team because Chris and Paul are A team. Okay. You and Sia are B team and then everyone else is just 
in the sea. I'll tell you, yeah, no, I'll, I'm, ha- I'm happy with that. Yeah. I mean, I was made up yeah, 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 been promoted. Make a Prem start 11 from a max of three subs from each team. So basically, we went through each team from last week and picked the best players from their suspension, made a team. I can't, wait, can't wait for that one. I have a very good team, okay. I'll be honest. And then uh, a few more, but another one that I'm just going to pick off randomly is we get to implement three new rules as the top boss of FIFA. What are they going to be? So if you want to see the answers to that, there's a few more silly ones, which I'm not going to mention on here because you might not even come over. Um, but yeah, thank you everyone for watching. Like I say, go and watch all of the post-match stuff from the lads when they're over at Bayern. Red News Roundup's out tomorrow before the game. Um, we've done a final word for the Burnley game, if you still want to talk about that. It was fantastic. Um, Round the League's out as well. Round the League's out. Go and watch that. You saw the clip. Women's and, yeah, out tomorrow. Women's is out tomorrow. That's boss talking about the new kits and looking forward to Chelsea and Man City massive games for them but yeah nice one everyone for listening to the podcast see you later when you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.